my nutrition is just strange during pregnancy. <laughs> I, I just find pregnancy for me personally very, very strange. I think, um, you know, food choices and, and kind of food commitments go out the window. Hi everyone, I'm Hetty Holmes and you are listening to Hacking Happiness with Dose, a podcast that explores what makes us feel good to improve our mental, physical, spiritual and emotional well-being. Whether it's a dopamine hit from reaching a career goal, a rush of oxytocin from spending time with loved ones, a surge of serotonin from practicing self-care or a fitness class to send endorphins soaring. Everyone's definition of feeling good is very different. My next guest, Nikki Rain, founder of fitness phenomenon Barcourt, is here to tell me about hers. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. I know it's been ages since I last came to one of your classes, actually. How is it all going at Barcourt? It's great. You know, it's um, it's really buzzy. This is a really fun time of year, so it's going really well. And um, we've launched some new things recently, so yeah. it's, uh, it's a good time. Great. So obviously, you, you came over from the US, didn't you, in 2009? That's right. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how your journey to creating the brand really began. Yeah, well, um, being American and kind of coming from from where boutique fitness had already started booming, especially bar fitness. I, uh, When I came over, I was just so surprised that there was really only a few yoga studios, a couple reformer Pilates, definitely no bar fitness and no real dance-based fitness to speak of. Um, I just saw a gap in the market and I was honestly waiting for one of the kind of U.S. players to come over and, and start because and, I wanted the classes. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I was trained in dance-based training and, and was bar certified by Exhale Core Fusion in New York. And um, and so I started classes on a small scale and one class grew to many without marketing. I've had no marketing since then. I can't really say that I do now. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think I just, I was really lucky to kind of hit that um, that curve at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just been, it's been really fun to go from strength to strength. Yeah, and you've really grown the brand. I mean, you've got 10 studios in London now. Is that right? That's right. That's right. I really thought maybe three or four yeah. at the beginning, like at most. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think is a secret to your success as a brand? You know, I think, you know, when we've really focused on quality, that's been the number one thing. And and we know the quality of our instructors is is really great. We've um, we spend a lot on our teacher training and um, and we and we know our our teachers are the experts in the room. So so we really trust uh, the care that clients get. And I and, and the clients really feel that and so they spread the word and they keep coming and they keep mm. seeing results so mm. amazing yeah. and it's not just the studios in London you've got franchising now on the go haven't you we do yeah. yeah so we have a couple franchises already but we've just really launched our international franchising program so you're yeah, taking over the world <laughs> one trying, country at a time yeah trying to trying to and um, and looking for the right partners for that which is like, really exciting yeah and you've grown the online side of it as well there's lots of classes you can you can do when you're pregnant or pre and postnatal that's right so we have online classes that you can do anywhere. You don't have to have a bar, really just the back of a chair um, and maybe some small props like a towel or a cushion mm. are all that's needed. Um, and and yeah, for as far as kind of uh, different abilities, bar is one of the safest exercises you can do pre, postnatal, post-injury. Um, it's all low impact and it's something you can do for generations. And yet there's no plateau. You're always seeing results, which I just love about the method. Mm. And you've got your own kind of products as well, right? That you can buy online if you want to do that at home. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We have an accessory pack for, for the online classes or just working out at home. What that includes a 
one of our playground balls, which we use in all variety of ways, yeah. and uh, and a stretch band and um, and socks and that, that sort of thing. And so for you, just looking at the brand and how much it's grown, I mean, you must feel so proud, you know, just to see the trajectory over how many years has it even been? So about? we have our eighth birthday next week. Wow. Yeah. See, crazy. and only eight years and you've got 10 studios in London. That's just phenomenal. Oh, thank it's you. Incredible. You know, I, it's really down to... to um, really the people in the business and it's not I always say it's never just been me because I take you know I think it's really important to take everyone's feedback from front desk instructors and of course clients and really everyone's created what it is mm-hmm. um, you know it just it started off as you know some classes that I thought of and then it really just developed from there just from the feedback from everyone yeah and the fitness industry in London is super saturated right now so how do you stay motivated as a founder in this industry like do you do you have days when you're like oh I just want to pack it all up and do something else or do you just just keep going yeah you know I just I mean I love it and Mm -hmm. I think I think yes it is saturated and there's a lot of options now um which I think is really good and and you know, it's of course scary because you think, oh, clients are going to go away. They're going to do the new hottest thing and they might go try it. But, you know, I find that, you know, most come back and they, mm-hmm. they, they come back to work because it is sustainable. Um, but I, I really, I just think the people in the business really keep me motivated. I love being in the studio. I mean, you, like if I have to sit down in front of the computer for hours, I'm, that's not the fun part of my day. Yeah. Um, it's really being around all the people and that's, it's, you know, and taking classes and, and mm. it's really a fantastic industry. Amazing. So let's talk a little bit about your relationships. So you're a mummy to a two-year-old. I am. How do you find balance between your work and home life? You know, I would say that it's actually brought so much balance becoming a parent. Um, in the early years, I mean, I worked ridiculous hours. I worked every weekend. I'd get up at sometimes 4.30, 5 in the morning, get on the computer so I could spend the day in the studio and kind of do the same thing before bed. Mm-hmm. Now the boundaries are set for me, <laughs> which I really appreciate. I think, you know, I'm a lot more effective and efficient during the day, and I, I want that time in the morning. Like I now wake up as early but for very different reasons (laughs) Um, and then I do want that kind of evening time with with our daughter and and with my partner to just hang out and chill and just have that kind of family time Mm. so you speak about boundaries did you have like no phones at certain occasions like at the table or yeah you know I'm not really a phone person Mm. I have no problem leaving my phone kind of off to the side so I wouldn't say that it's more kind of the internal chatter trying to just shut that down and really just be present so mm. that's really what I try to do when when I get home from from work mm. I don't know about you but my dog is basically another baby so and, and yours is too I imagine totally yeah so how how do you unwind with is it him or her him yeah Bruno Bruno um, <laughs> what, breed, what breed is he <laughs> he's a Japanese chin he's oh. just um ridiculous <laughs> only three kilos I mean Amazing. yeah um Tiny but huge personality. Yeah. Um, so how do you how do you spend your time with him? Do you like how has he improved your mental well being since you got Oh, him? you know what? I think over the years and and before having our daughter, it was he was the one that helped set the boundaries because I had to go take him out for a walk and it just made me take these little breaks and you know the you know not that demanding of attention but enough so to kind of force me out of kind of any sort of. Mm-hmm stress spin or anything that could possibly come up and you know long walks in the park um going to a bigger park on the weekends are really just Mm. part of um 
you know, my happy time. Yeah. They're good practice babies, aren't they? They really are. <laughs> they really are. And how about you and your husband? Like, how do you make sure that you're spending enough time together? Yeah, so we, um, you know, it's, it is it is tricky. I, I mean, I would say for, you know, because being a parent and, you know, having a business is just busy. Mm-hmm. So we ideally would love the date night once a week. That does not happen. <laughs> uh, we probably do once a month a true date night, but we really spend quality time at least every evening, most evenings together, um, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging out, having conversation, Netflix, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever we're in the in the mood for. And then we, we are big um, park goers, especially yeah. with the dog on the weekends. So and and the playground as well. Does he come to studio much or would you say it's more of a kind of female focused? You know, class? he comes every once in a while and yeah. he loves classes and I mean, he loves to hate classes. Yeah. So, um, so he basically, um, he's, he's, he really enjoys it, but he was a, a professional basketball player. And so, wow. yeah. And so he thought it was going to be a lot easier than, <laughs> than it actually is. <laughs> so, but he likes the classes. He gets a good workout from he it. Does, yeah. He does. He does. Yeah. And what does he do now? He's presumably retired from that. Uh, yes, he's yeah. retired from that. He's he's an events director. Okay, yeah, wow. So. Yeah. And so does he take a real interest in your work too? Do you like to sit down and discuss things together or do you keep it quite separate? No, he does. And that's he, he really helps kind of bring a balance um, with with work scenarios and work situations. I actually really love to hear his perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an, actually an architect by trade. And so his, his way of thinking is logical but yet creative mm. and and it's just a different way of thinking than I would um, kind of process yeah. so I, I really appreciate the sounding board yeah. um, and you know it's he never kind of meddles and gets too far into where I get mm. You know, so, irritated, yeah. which is, I think, a hard line not to cross. <laughs> yeah, I've interviewed a few people on the podcast who work with their husbands, and I just think, God, it, I, for some, it obviously works, yeah. but for others, it just sounds like a recipe for disaster. I, I mean, th- that would concern me just because I've never done it before. Yeah. I don't think I would work with mine at all. Yeah. very different people. <laughs> um, so we've talked about happiness in terms of your career and your relationship. So let's get to talk about you. So in terms of your, you know, the way you handle stress and any anxieties, like, do do you have any self-care practices that you swear by? I do. So I, um, I've had a fairly dedicated meditation practice for the last over 15 years. I do Vipassana meditation, which, um, which I love. Um, it's a silent meditation. And um, and so I use that as practice. And then in my in my old life, before fitness, mm-hmm. I was um, a holistic health practitioner in California, which is basically a glorified massage therapist of all the different modalities, kind of Reiki master um, nutrition and, and that type of a thing. So mm. so I do I do love energy medicine. I don't really speak about it that that much. But yeah, um, yeah I do use flower essences and um, crystal remedies and that that type of a thing. Mm. Um, uh, but honestly, just alone time is what what is my best self care practice. Mm. Um, if I don't get alone time is when I you know, get insomnia or just, you know, don't do very well at life. Mm. So do you weave any of the kind of the crystals and the, you know, aromatherapy diffusers into the studio practice itself or do you keep it quite separate? No, I keep it quite separate. Um, I, you know, I I had thought about it early on kind of, but I just didn't feel like it was ready and I was very clear as to what I wanted to 
share yeah. and and I d- I do like having that to to myself. I think it can be very personal. Yeah, so. I agree because you go into studio sometimes and someone's got a diffuser on and it might not be to your satisfaction and it might be to someone else's and it's a fine line, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I you think. do hear about studios kind of putting crystals in the plug sockets and things though. I think it's slowly creeping over from California over <laughs> For here. For sure. It's getting a lot more woo-woo For in sure. the wellness industry. <laughs> For sure, and I love it. I mean, I think to me it's it's inspiring, but... but um, yeah, and, and I I think talking about it is is really nice, but I'm I, I like how how I to keep it kind of yeah like a myself. private thing yeah. for you yeah. yeah and how about CBD do you use CBD at all I do actually yeah. I will use it occasionally um, and I I do really like it I just use the droppers and then um, I actually have a uh, massage oil as well mm. with CBD. Um, and but I don't use it all that often. I kind of it's kind of my my SOS. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's gone bananas over here, hasn't it? Has. It has. It's it really kind of found has. its way into everything from cupcakes to massage oils, like you said. But I don't know what how like how much to take it seriously. You know, I don't yeah. know whether it's it's a kind of placebo effect or whether it actually helps. But I think it all depends on on the kind of dilution, I guess, I, the concentration. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I like the droppers. I really, and I've tried a coffee, but to me, coffee and CBD just need to be separate. Yeah. <laughs> Surely one rubs you up and the other one mellows you out. Exactly. It's a bit strange to me. I mean, I, I've had a few good experiences with it and some where it's just done nothing, but they've been different products because I, I get to sample quite a few things. So, yeah, I, bet. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but in terms of sleep, you said you, you sometimes get insomnia. Is that right? Yeah, and it's usually actually a direct correlation to if I've had enough kind of just me time mm-hmm. um, and whether that's just sitting alone and just pondering honestly or mm-hmm. going for a walk on my own and I don't consider racing down the street getting on the tube by myself yeah that time <laughs> so <laughs> um, so yeah so it's uh, uh, and I just know that if I if I do get insomnia I just need to like get some space let myself just settle because there's, mm-hmm. there's obviously swirling you know, and, and I haven't meditated enough like that. That's usually when it, yeah. when it comes up for me. And do you go to class still quite regularly? I do. I try to go to three to four classes a week. Yeah. Um, and and that's where I just feel my best. I mean, I really believe that with bar, four is the magic number for mm-hmm. kind of, you know, and, and three kind of for, for maintenance, maintenance, excuse yeah. me. And, um, you know, I, I just... I really enjoyed. I always learned something new in class. Still, mm. so many years later, and I, all the teachers are so inspiring, and and they all have like their own individual nuggets of wisdom that they mm. share. And so, um, and I love the the barcore burn. So. Yeah, no, that's my favorite because I do like getting a bit of a sweat on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know some classes you don't produce that much sweat because it's more kind of toning but I don't know that one kind of it, it combines both for me it's got like the cardiovascular and with the strengthening too yeah your heart rate definitely gets up but it's yeah. not a profusely yeah except for our sweat class that aside yeah. <laughs> but I must say I really got into it when I was pregnant and after having a baby because it's it's kind of like intelligent exercise that doesn't put your heart rate up too much but it's also you know it's just it's working all the muscle groups that you actually need as as a new mother right yeah like, absolutely I mean and I already had the kind of protracted shoulder thing going on and the lordosis and the lazy glutes so for me it, it's really great for all those yeah. areas so, I mean especially I mean it is remarkable if you do it uh, while pregnant, yeah. uh, the the how fast you bounce back, and the less suffering you have from kind of that like back pain if you're nursing or just mm. carrying the baby all the time, which you do, because mm. um, we do work the back body. That's really the focus for for the postural effect. 
Because mm. there's not a hell of a lot of kind of like postnatal exercise available at the moment. I'd say Buckle's really kind of spearheading it. Yeah, I mean, I and I would like to even more. That's kind of that's definitely one of the things on on the hit list. Because yeah. um, I think you know, with pregnancy, there's not a lot of workouts you can still do while it's pregnant, mm. and um, and I love that you can do it all the way to to the end if you're comfortable doing it. Mm. But with with while you're pregnant, your body tells you what you can and can't do. I think really the important thing is postnatally because you've you know you had a trauma whether you've had a natural childbirth or a C-section and. Um, and your kind of kinetic chain doesn't really <laughs> know what it's doing, and it's and re- you're still releasing um, the hormone relaxant up to six months um, mm. post birth, and that's where joints are looser and you're really susceptible to injury, and mm. your mind is going so much farther than your body really should go. Mm. Um, so I think there needs to be a lot more focus on you know strengthening the pelvic floor rehabilitating any um, diastasis, which is the split in the abdominal wall mm. and that sort of a thing. So we're, we're actually developing some some great programs for that because even women that have had, you know, kids eight, nine years ago still have a split in their abdominal wall that they haven't healed, which they can actually. Mm. Yeah, because there's a little thing you could do, right, with the finger test. Exactly. Just to see if there's any protrusion. Absolutely. Yeah, I've spoken to so many people that have just got straight back on the treadmill and just it's awful, really. It just makes I know. me cringe. I, and, and, I mean, it's just, I just want to stop them all. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and especially with the breastfeeding as well, because then you've got the relaxing and you know, all your hormones are all over the place. So Yeah, yeah, yeah I, they really are. And it's really important to, to start back slowly. It do, and it, that doesn't mean you can't go hard and, and do course and, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of moms I know they um, they end up doing even more intense exercise than they have ever done in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 building up slowly, which mm-hmm. is the important thing. Yeah. Excuse me for the interruption, but I just wanted to use this ad break to offer Dose listeners an exclusive offer with Barcor. For new clients only, we are giving you a free complimentary class. Simply use the code BARCORDOSE when purchasing your class at barcore.co.uk. If you've done their classes before, don't worry. You can get three classes for two for just £56 or take advantage of their unlimited month intro offer for £150. That's a price saving of £110. Or if, like me, you're a new mum and would prefer to squeeze in some workouts at home, sign up today to get two free weeks of online workouts. I hope you enjoy. How has your attitude to self-care changed, do you think, during pregnancy, pre and postnatal? Do you just do you just adapt your exercise and your diet nutrition as well? Yeah, you know, I think <laughs> diet nutrition it's just strange during pregnancy. <laughs> I, I just find pregnancy for me personally very, very strange. I think, um, you know, food choices and, and kind of food commitments go out the window to some degree. It's yeah. sort of like what's going to make me feel <laughs> normal or better or yeah. not want to, you know, vomit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's real. <laughs> and it um, so and I and it's, you know, it's it's doing what feels what you're what you feel like your body really needs. Yeah. And um, and from a fitness point of view, it's really listening day to day because really you feel, I mean, as you know, you feel different yeah. every single yeah, day while you're pregnant. It's like one day you wake up and you're so energized and feel like you can do anything. Mm. And the very next, your legs just feel Dead heavy. Well. Yeah, and, you, yeah, know, you have to just ride it, don't you? When you get that energy, do something with it. But otherwise, don't exactly. feel bad about it. Exactly. And I think do some, do a, do a little bit, but don't mm. don't force yourself to 
be mm-hmm. committed to, you know, a full workout. Like we say to our um, prenatal clients, you know, if you're in class and you're just not feeling it, go ahead and leave. You're not yeah. going to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. So. Because it is the greatest endurance test of all time. I think they've they've proven it now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so just just <laughs> around. Okay, so let's talk about how you hack hackness in your day to day life. So you've talked about walking with your dog, obviously classes. Is there anything else that really just gets you in that euphoric zone? Gosh, um, you know, I mean, like I, just being around people, I think is is the 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 best medicine for for being in a good mood. I, I mean. I know I mentioned having alone time, which is hugely important, but I think too much of that too can go the other direction. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think I'm a people person. I love being around other people. I love learning from other people, and and that just is what lights me up. That's why I, you know, started the first studio. It's just mm-hmm. you know, it's such a so nice to be around like-minded other human beings. Yeah, so. and you must have seen that community really grow since the early days. Do you still like recognize the people that come to your classes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, um, and it's really fun. I, I, just yesterday, actually, I ran into a client I hadn't seen in a few years, and mm-hmm. she's been coming. We just haven't crossed paths. And um, she used to come uh, to my classes before opening the first studio. So, yeah. um, and it's just it's really really nice to to see that. And mm-hmm. and um, and she's she's has. Um, four kids wow. and um, and she just looks incredible so I'm like thank you it's for being a, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> thank you for being a walking billboard <laughs> yeah that's so good I was speaking to another guest on the podcast about how like it's not really all about those big highs you know in life it's just the, like the day-to-day habits and hacks that we can all work on so. you know and I'm all about those those bite-sized yeah. little little things I think it's those you know the little bits that you do that that do the most for you day yeah. to day and I, I always talk to my business partner about this. It's like whatever goes up, like has to come down eventually, right? So mm-hmm. you're best to just stick in the middle and not get like too elated about things. Exactly. And just manage your expectations a little bit. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And appreciate. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the power of gratitude is. I feel like it's such a been such a buzzword for a while, but it it really is so powerful. And mm. I think my I've definitely forgotten to look back and be like oh you know what this is actually this was great we should be really proud of this mm. let's celebrate it and it's like no on to the next thing on to the next thing mm. and I think it, it is really important to take a moment and, and to acknowledge all the good stuff yeah yeah oh, so let's talk about what's coming up with Barcor so you touched on franchising earlier uh, what's in the immediate pipeline for you guys so we have a few more London sites okay. in the in the pipeline, which is really exciting. Um, a few neighborhoods we've been wanting to have a presence in, um, which I can't say oh, yet, unfortunately. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so so yeah, that's that's one thing. And then we are, um, as you said, and as I mentioned earlier, we we've just launched our international franchising program. Amazing. So I'm I'm really excited about helping other people open a studio. I feel like we've done it now a number of times. We we know how to how to create a great space. We know how to train up fantastic instructors, and um, and I just love the idea of helping someone else create that community wherever they are. Yeah. Um, and then we've also launched the Barcore Academy. So uh-huh. um, one of I mean we talk about our teacher training because it is it is um, really in depth um, mm. for for our Barcor instructors. But we've noticed that there isn't much for kind of anyone that just wants some basic good knowledge mm-hmm. for bar so we've uh, created get bar certified by bar mm-hmm. so um so yeah so that will be our first 
um, session of that will run in January. Amazing. So yeah. is that for, just for people who want to learn a bit more? They don't necessarily want to be a teacher. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If they yeah, and, and um, so yes, for any of those that want to teach outside of Central London mm. and um, and anyone that just wants to learn more. Yeah, that's a great offering actually because I, I actually did um, a PTE training just for that same reason, just to learn more because I'm writing about this industry so much. But there were about thirty people on our course, and when they the teacher came around saying, "Why are you all here?" They all put up their hands and were just saying, "You know, uh, just to learn." a bit more a lot of them didn't even know what they wanted to do with it me me included I don't think I've ever used it since it's just an education thing yeah it's great that more studios like yourself are offering that now because I think people are getting stronger and fitter and you know they're they're going to the same classes week in week out and they probably are feeling like experts in it aren't they and they they just want to take it to the next level and keep pushing themselves exactly and I think um you know with with our classes we really try and educate our clients in each class we try to you know we want we want them all to learn something new about their body and Mm. and have a little aha moments and I think you know if we can bring that to a whole other level Mm. we want to do that so that's why we we started the academy yeah awesome and so in terms of like any wellness trends on the horizon so obviously we're coming to the end of 2019 now like can you look into the future with your crystal globe and and predict any that you think will come across from us perhaps um you know i think i you know i i would say that um that the uk market is getting is pretty caught up with the u.s market Mm. in many ways i um before i always said okay maybe five ten years behind but you know i feel like you can't you can't really cut and paste what happens in the u.s and for it to just work over here Mm. um it does everything does need to adapt a little bit and i think you know london is especially has found its kind of own own way in the wellness industry but of course you know i think Places like Los Angeles will continue to trend set, especially on the kind of energy medicine yeah. front. Um, I think we'll just hear more and more, and we'll see more and more crystals and yeah. and, and that sort of a thing. <laughs> I know. So. I, I was always kind of wondering if that would resonate with people over here, like the kind of the horoscopes and the yeah. astrology and all that, because it, it's a lot of newsletters I read that are LA, New York based, and yeah, they've been doing it for a while, and I, I've seen it coming over here, and I'm just I'm just not so sure. But yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, and I think. You know, because actually some of the big, because um, I do love astrology and my, my mother is hugely into astrology. Yeah. And so um, it's often the base of our conversation, <laughs> which is really fun. Yeah. Um, but she follows most people that, that give a lot of the kind of leaders that are in the UK because yeah. they, there's a bit more of a serious, less fluffy approach. Ah, so okay. um, so that's kind of, yeah. um, you know, what we might see more of or those might get a bit more traction. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please join me next week when I'll be hacking happiness with Antoinette Raymond, a behavioral and business scientist slash organizational psychologist slash leader and coach.